Pericles of Hanno, translator unknown. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Arnie Horton. The Voyage of Hanno, Commander of the Carthaginians, found the parts of Libya beyond the Pillars of Hercules, which he deposited in the Temple of Saturn, Excerpted from historical researches into the politics, intercourse, and trade of the Carthaginians, Ethiopians, and Egyptians. Written by A. H. L. Hearing and translated anonymously. It was decreed by the Carthaginians that Hanno should undertake a voyage beyond the Pillars of Hercules and found Libby Phoenician cities. He sailed accordingly with sixty ships of fifty oars each and a body of men and women to the number of thirty thousand, and provisions and other necessaries. When we had passed the pillars on our voyage, and had sailed beyond them for two days, we founded the first city, which we named Thymiaterium. Below it lay an extensive plain. Proceeding thence towards the west, we came to Soleis, a promontory of Libya, a place thickly covered with trees, where we erected a temple to Neptune, and again proceeded for the space of half a day towards the east, until we arrived at a lake, lying not far from the sea, and filled with abundance of large reeds. Here elephants and a great number of other wild beasts were feeding. Having passed the lake about a day's sail, we founded cities near the sea, called Caricontikos, and Gaite, and Acre, and Melita, and Arambis. Thence we came to the great river Lyxus, which flows from Libya. On its banks the Lyxitae, a shepherd tribe, were feeding flocks, amongst whom we continued some time on friendly terms. Beyond the Lyxitae dwelt the inhospitable Ethiopians, who pasture a wild country intersected by large mountains, from which they say the river Lyxus flows. In the neighborhood of the mountains lived the Troglodytae, men of various appearances, whom the Lyxitae described as swifter in running than horses. Having procured interpreters from them, we coasted along a desert country towards the south two days. Thence we proceeded towards the east the course of a day. Here we found in a recess of a certain bay a small island containing a circle of five stadia, where we settled a colony and called it Cern. We judge from our voyage that this place lay in a direct line with Carthage, for the length of our voyage from Carthage to the Pillars was equal to that from the Pillars to Cern. We then came to a lake, which we reacted by sailing up a large river called Cretis. This lake had three islands, larger than Cern, from which proceeding a day's sail we came to the extremity of the lake that was overhung by large mountains inhabited by savage men clothed in skins of wild beasts who drove us away by throwing stones and hindering us from landing sailing thence we came to another river that was large and broad and full of crocodiles and river horses whence returning back we came again to cern thence we sailed towards the south twelve days coasting the shore the whole of which is inhabited by ethiopians who would not wait our approach but fled from us their language was not intelligible even to the Lyxitae who were with us. 
Towards the last day we approached some large mountains covered with trees, the wood of which was sweet-scented and variegated. Having sailed by these mountains for two days, we came to an immense opening of the sea, on each side of which, towards the continent, was a plain, from which we saw night fire arising at intervals in all directions, either more or less. Having taken in water there, we sailed forwards five days near the land, until we came to a large bay, which our interpreters informed us was called the Western Horn. In this was a large island, and in the island a salt-water lake, and in this another island, where, when we had landed, we could discover nothing in the daytime except trees, but in the night we saw many fires burning, and heard the sounds of pipes, cymbals, drums, and confused shouts. We were then afraid, and our diviners ordered us to abandon the island. Sailing quickly away thence, we passed a country burning with fires and perfumes, and streams of fire supplied from it fell into the sea. The country was impassable on account of the heat. We sailed quickly thence, being much terrified, and passing on for four days, we discovered at night a country full of fire. In the middle was a lofty fire, larger than the rest, which seemed to touch the stars. When day came, we discovered it to be a large hill called the Chariot of the Gods. On the third day after our departure thence, having sailed by those streams of fire, we arrived at a bay called the Southern Horn, at the bottom of which lay an island like the former, having a lake, and in this lake another island, full of savage people, the greater part of whom were women, whose bodies were hairy, and whom our interpreters called gorillae. Though we pursued the men, we could not seize any of them but all fled from us, escaping over the precipices and defending themselves with stones. Three women were, however, taken, but they attacked their conductors with their teeth and hands and could not be prevailed upon to accompany us. Having killed them, we flayed them and brought their skins with us to Carthage. We did not sail farther on, our provisions failing us. End of the Paraclus of Hanno by Hanno the Navigator